Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. A big night in sports. Tonight you have Game 6 of the NBA Finals as the Bucks try to win the title. And the team has put down another huge big screen in the five-acre area outside Pfizer Forum and now can attract up to 65,000 fans at its Deer District in downtown Milwaukee. Remember, crowds earlier in the playoffs were estimated at just over 25,000. So if they can draw 65,000 downtown Milwaukee tonight, that's amazing. They have major Bucks fever in the city of Milwaukee. Tonight will also feature the first all-women broadcast team for Major League Baseball's Game of the Week on YouTube. That's a game between the Rays and the Orioles. You'll have Lauren Gardner and Heidi Watney as co-hosts for the pre- and post-game shows. You have Sarah Langs as an analyst, Melanie Newman handling play-by-play, and Ilana Rizzo being a game reporter handling game broadcast duties. So again, the first time an all-women broadcast team for an MLB game. History made tonight for MLB's Game of the Week. This is your Morning Buzzcast for Tuesday, July 20th. Good morning. I'm Abe Maccord. Like I said, a very busy day. My colleague Reggie is predicting the Bucks could win, but would it be surprised if the Suns have a surprise in store? It's a also very critical day for the future of the Oakland A's, as the Oakland City Council will cast non-binding votes today for a proposed $12 billion development and ballpark plan. A yes vote means the project will move ahead for further discussion, but a no vote could really signal to the A's that they should be looking elsewhere for a future home. A's president Dave Cavill told ESPN the team's future in Oakland is hanging in the balance. Oakland and the A's negotiated on Monday as the vote approached, but there was no sign that the sides have moved any closer on reaching a deal that would keep the A's in the city. Remember, we've talked about this on the Buzzcast. We're talking about the A's saying they would privately finance a $1 billion ballpark and arranging for an additional $11 billion in private investment. Now, the city is balking at the more than $800 million that the A's have asked the city to pay in infrastructure improvements using taxes from the project. The A's need at least five council members to support the plan. So we'll see how that goes today. We'll have a full recap on tomorrow's Buzzcast. Shifting to college sports because we know it's media days for the conferences, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey was very forceful at yesterday's media day in pushing for higher vaccination rates among the league members and said he has recommended they would not reschedule any games if teams are disrupted by coronavirus outbreaks, basically sending a sign, get vaccinated or risk losing games this season. Sankey said that six of the SEC's 14 football teams have reached 80% vaccination, so they have a lot of room to go there. This comes as SI has a very interesting look at the influential Sankey, who is growing more and more disappointed in and frustrated with 
the NCAA. The SI report details how Sankey has suggested the need for a new governance model. He's lobbied other members for more autonomy for the Power Five conferences and has criticized the NCAA Board of Governors for being resistant to change. We've talked about Greg Sankey on the Buzzcast. He has emerged as the most influential voice in college sports. And as he looks to take more and more power away from the NCAA and to the Power Five conferences, he is one individual that you need to keep your eye on. In addition, the ACC Media Days start today in Charlotte. One show I plan on checking out tonight, the ACC Network special on the life and career of former Commissioner John Swafford. It's called John Swafford Building a Legacy, and it is the story of the ACC's longest tenured commissioner. It's a one-hour documentary. It'll air tonight on ACC Network at 7 p.m. I look forward to checking that out. John Swafford, truly one of the good people in the sports business. Well, we will see a lot of the Manning brothers this fall, and for the next three falls, Peyton and Eli Manning will take part in an alternate telecast for Monday Night Football for 10 games a year over the next three seasons. Now, ESPN will have its normal broadcast, of course, but for 10 games, there'll almost be a megacast feature on ESPN2 where Peyton and Eli will talk about the game from a remote location. They could also have guests and celebrity appearances throughout the season, but this is a fun move. It got really positive reaction on social media. Peyton and Eli are naturals. They also, of course, really know their football. I think this could be a very, very interesting programming option for ESPN's Monday Night Football. Peyton and Eli Manning alternate telecast for 10 games a season on Monday Night Football. Staying with football, the Miami Dolphins were a nominee for Sports Team of the Year for our Sports Business Awards for all they are accomplishing off and on the field. They have tremendous leadership at that organization and are out in front of so many different areas. You'll see more signs of that today. The Dolphins today will have a grand opening for their new training complex, a $135 million Baptist Health training complex. It's right next to Hard Rock Stadium. It replaces a much smaller facility that the team leased about 14 miles away from Hard Rock. Now everything will be centrally located. Training camp will be there. Fans will be there. Construction on this facility began in August of 2019. And to me, this marks another key building block for the Dolphins organization. They've really made that business far more sophisticated. And of course, they're also going to host the Miami Grand Prix Formula One race. They already host the Miami Open Tennis Tournament. Now they have a $135 million training facility right next to Hard Rock Stadium, much more efficient. And that grand opening is today. Staying with the NFL, a major surprise last night in the league as longtime Raiders executive Mark Bedane resigned as team president effective immediately. And this comes just before the start of training camp and eight weeks before the Raiders were set to open Allegiant Stadium to fans for the first time. Remember, Allegiant had no fans last year. Mark Bedane has been a key figure in the Raiders organization for years and was the instrumental figure in moving the team from Oakland to Las Vegas. And he said that that move combined with the development of Allegiant Stadium, were the most challenging aspects of his 30 years with the organization. 30 years, that's amazing. He has a long history there. He started with the Raiders as an intern in 1991. So Mark Bedane 
leaving the Raiders as team president effective immediately. And staying with people on the Buzzcast, veteran sports sales and marketing executive John Brody, well known to the sports business, is joining Learfield IMG College as its chief revenue officer. John Brody will start his new job next week, July 27th. He will be based in Manhattan and report to President and CEO Cole Gahagan. Now, John Brody will be heading a partnership staff of around 800 staffers, many who are embedded at the local schools, but he also will direct a national sales staff, which has been led by Executive Vice President Andrew Juddelson. John Brody said he has been talking to IMG Learfield since the beginning of 2021. John Brody, again, well-known in the business. He has spent 23 years in property sales. He was most recently at WWE. He also had stops at Major League Baseball and the NFL and also had a stint at Wasserman. So John Brody joining Learfield IMG College as Chief Revenue Officer. And finally, please continue to check out our Olympic reporter, Chris Smith. Daily dispatches from Tokyo. He landed on the ground in Tokyo on Sunday. His story today talks about having to deliberately lay out his entire schedule around the Olympic Games because journalists are asked to apply to attend certain events. So a lot of logistics for our Chris Smith to go through as he covers the Olympics from Tokyo. And also nominations for SBJ's New Voices Under 30 class close Sunday, July 25th. So we're looking for the new influencers and new voices representing the next generation of sports business. To nominate someone or nominate yourself, please visit the link in our show notes or go to our website. Again, we are looking for submissions for SBJ's New Voices Under 30 class. So that is your morning buzzcast for Tuesday, July 20th. Again, I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.